0: Brendan, are you drinking a coffee? Mm-hmm. No, cheers. Me too. Look at us, DNVR drinking uh, <laughs> coffees at 10 p.m. <laughs>
1: look at us. Look <laughs> at, at look at us. Do you think it, we'd be
0: here? Except absolutely. For, ex- absolutely did think we'd be here, except for Eric, who is drinking a, as he called it, soda.
1: I had a soda pop. That's right. Well, soda
0: pop. Funny? What the heck is this? Nobody calls it soda pop.
1: That's not true. Uh, young children do. Uh, no, I, they I, no, they
2: don't. No, they don't.
1: You know what's funny is that I um, we, I have an Italian soda in my fridge, Ooh, and I look awesome. and, wow. and I and I looked at it. I was about to drink it, and then I all of a sudden, I was like, wait a minute. And then I looked, and it's a product of Italy. And I did not, and I didn't open it.
2: Oh, because um, of the coronavirus.
1: Because of the
0: coronavirus. Well, yeah, this, this makes a lot of sense, Eric. That was. Uh, <laughs> <all bad. laughs> What is up, everybody? Welcome into the DNVR Nuggets podcast. Presented- are we doing the show? <laughs> this is the show! <laughs> <laughs> are you unfamiliar with the show? <laughs> <laughs> presented. I didn't know we were going. Presented by... <laughs> Illegal oh, Pete! Wow, guys, drink uh, 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 a little bit uh, uh, more of the coffee. Have a little bit more of the Italian soda. Like, come on, let's go. Let's jumpstart this. Gotta then.
2: say Illegal Pete's first before uh, I.
0: Well, I always okay by Illegal Pete's. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, okay.
0: <laughs> this is such a sad. One. Shouts to Illegal Pete's who always is bringing the quality, even if we are not. Um, <laughs> actually, today's show is going to be packed, jam-packed, full of quality because I'm very excited. In segment one, we're going to talk about the Hall of Lame. I'll explain that in just a second, but I'm actually extremely excited for the Hall of Lame. Um, that's why we brought Eric Wiedemann. Eric, I, I forgot to introduce <laughs> you. There, there you are. Wait a minute. What?
1: <laughs> you Because of the Hall of Lame, that's why I'm on If really anybody excited. knows lame, it's
0: you. Actually, this is this is a true fact because you know you're a brand identity guy. You've been working with brands and marketing. and You know right away. You could spot lame from a 100 a, a miles away.
1: I can spot lame from a hundred miles away. That's true. So I guess from that standpoint, what what better guess than me? I thought you were saying, "I am lame," so that's why I'm on the on the show.
0: That is for that you said it, not me. And that is for <laughs> the audience to decide. I've also brought on Brendan Vote. I I brought him on. Like we like we we are also I am also joined by Brendan Vote.
2: Yeah, we all work together. You made me do it. If that's what you
0: mean, <laughs> I did make you do it. And that's what I meant. Um, no. So I I know that you were slightly closer than we were, Eric, last night. Um, We were at section 144, so we were maybe 100 yards away, but we had a very clear view of how lame the offensive foul call on Jamal Murray was. That was arguably the dunk of the year, certainly top five dunk. I'm not talking about Nuggets dunk. I'm talking about NBA dunk. It was lame. Everybody in the building could spot how lame that call was. If we're talking absolute
2: value, was the dunk cooler or the call lamer? God, this is a great question.
1: Uh, <sighs> Man. it's The dunk was cooler. Like, here's the thing is that, like, uh, you know. cannot – I was talking about – I was talking to RK about this earlier. Like, you can't – you can call an offensive foul, but, like – AJ Wilson definitely got dunked on. <laughs> he he was—he got dunked on so hard he became AJ
0: Wilson and not DJ Wilson. Which is oh, DJ, uh, DJ Wilson. That's right.
1: Uh, we work with AJ. Um, that's right, but you can't – I mean it was like when Rob Manford said that he, he didn't really see a point in taking back a piece of metal. Like DJ Wilson <laughs> that, doesn't care. That was that really that, lame. That was lame too. <laughs> but he doesn't care that that, that a, a foul was called. Like he was definitely uh, – like his manhood and his soul was taken. So it doesn't – like So even if it this hurt. is
0: how you know the call. First of all, the call was lame, but it was also wrong. Like I just – I actually don't think it was an offensive foul also, but even if it yeah. was – there's certain liberties where it's like, yeah, we're just going to allow that to happen because it was awesome. A la Michael Jordan's shove-off in game six of the 90, 98 fi- uh, finals. Like, hey, we're glad that exists.
2: And can you make your read off of the, off the refs who are closer to the play? If they, <laughs> if they let it go, like, did you really see some? I, now, from there's this one angle, if you watch the replay, where if he freeze it, from the angle the trailing ref may have had, it looks... It looks like Jamal catches it more than people's elbow, but it's an optical illusion. I don't think it's a foul at all.
0: (laughs) It's an optical illusion. Uh, You know who also did not think it was a foul? DJ Wilson, because if you rewatch the video, he sinks out of his body and tries to hide. He's like seven feet tall and on a basketball court, on a stage, but for a brief (laughs) moment, he just tries to like... I'm going to get out of here. Just
1: going to try to walk. Hopefully somebody sucks me out. See, that's what I mean. And like the, the Pepsi Santa was going crazy. Like people were out of their minds. Like it doesn't really matter uh, for DJ Wilson that he could could then be like, oh yeah, see, it was an offensive thought. <laughs> oh, for <So>. sure. actually,
0: <laughs> no, you know what? I think it does save it because that was easily the most humiliating moment of his life. Like they'll never top it. And now it's just regular. You can joke about it at a party. So I think he is off the, cause he could be like, Hey guys, offensive foul i had him if no, he did elbow no, me in the face no, you know no.
2: <laughs> the only thing that's like and i'm for it but the only thing with this like poster culture is like dj he dj wilson should absolutely try to contest that shot at the rim every time like yeah. he was playing hard he was yeah. just playing defense <laughs> but I wonder it'd be a
0: good story. Maybe we should, uh, maybe we'll try to do this one time, but it'd be a good story to like talk to teammates about what it's like when your teammate gets dunked on really hard. (laughs) Because you know,
2: it happens to Mason Plumley three times a
0: week. (laughs) Like how you just interact with, like, okay, it's just a dunk, ain't no big deal. (laughs) (laughs) But in the back of your head, you're like, oh boy, I can't wait to watch that again. How many times do you think? His teammates have watched the video, whether they watched it together or privately. How many? Do you do you think that any of them have gone back to like look at it? The
1: question is like how many t- like does it doesn't count as a separate viewing if you allow the TikTok to go back to the start and just keep looping. <laughs> but they just brought the TikTok up and it's been up for a, a, a period of time
0: i want to hear more about eric talking about tiktok especially the way yeah, he like
2: pronounced tiktok pronunciation <laughs> tiktok you're like harrison doing a hot peak i read. the hot idea yeah hot pink <laughs> <laughs> um
0: yeah
2: i this
0: would be a this would be a fun follow up just asking guys like what's it what's it like when your guy just gets gets dunked on? what who in the office would you most like to see get dunked on?
1: Oh, um, I'm going to go ahead and say Adam Morris. <laughs> yeah, it could be you. It Man, might this be you. might be a yeah. good.
0: This might be another good DNVR video. <laughs> Who would yeah. you most like
1: to see get
0: beamed with a baseball to the head? Like, oh, geez, guys, I didn't realize you felt this way.
1: I mean, it gets really dark really quickly. Do you know why you both picked me? Because you're tall and because you, Cause talk you about know it would belt. never
0: happen, you always go for the thing that is just so unreasonable and so so crazy that it would be special.
1: No, that's not true. I, that's exactly I, I would, what it is. It would be the most pleasurable to, to take in.
2: <laughs> I just think you're due for a little humiliation. <laughs> <laughs> oh all. you guys oh you guys
0: um all right so segment two obviously we're going to preview the dallas game segment three odds makers but right now we're going to go through the hall of lame because i love this jamal murray's dunk offensive foul was a first ballot hall of famer <laughs> um and we're going to look at other things that um are are in the hall of lame i'm going to go ahead and and give my my first one a taunting tech after a dunk jeremy grant got one last week he dunked And he screamed something and looked at the guy and they're like, hey, man, that's too much. Like as if the dunk was not insulting enough, (coughs) that the like the like point five seconds of looking at the guy was like, hey, man, you crossed the line to me. There should be I would say they should have a five count. Imagine if the referee started counting out five seconds from which you're immune from a technical. (laughs) And, like, and then it was like, okay, you get,
1: okay. You five seconds you just, say yeah. say almost just yeah. Within you five can, seconds.
0: They just stare at their watch. And you shoot. can't touch a person, and you, so you, you can't touch them, but
2: you can say pretty much whatever you want, and the ref's just standing there counting for five. Like, all right, go for it. Let them have it. It's just so annoying, though, because that stuff is part of basketball culture. You know what I mean? Of like, you course. dunk on someone, you celebrate. Like, it's, an, it's almost a battle of ego and wills at times for a lot of guys. So it, if you get humiliated... Like, they should have the right to stand you up every time.
0: The stakes are what make sports so fun. And, like, it's... that moment, you want to ride that high, as high as you can possibly ride it. And if you get dunked on, it should
2: feel as low as you possibly can feel. So, the, the picture of Jamal, there's a, th- there's oh, like, oh, it's so great. Shout out every sports photographer that was in the building, apparently, because there's like a thousand great pictures. They all English, saw it coming but, somehow. Uh, but the, yeah, there's one where he's cowering away, like you said. Jamal still has one hand on the rim, but he's already activated the the yell and the stare while still hanging. And it's one of the most vicious photos I've ever seen. And, like, that's awesome. He should be able to scream as much as he
1: wants. That's what I mean. Like, no no offensive foul could take that photo away from us. Like, that happened. Yeah, that did
0: happen. That did happen. <laughs> no, here's why you're wrong, though, Eric, because what was it? Um, there, there's like some video and it's, uh, I can't remember, maybe Nurkic or somebody getting dunked on and it's like, it's a perfect photo, it looks awesome and then somebody was like, that wasn't a, that didn't count it was a foul and like and everybody was like, yeah, joke's on you, so I I do think there's something about it not, <laughs> the ref, just let me be mad at this referee for taking something from me they, Oh, they, they, they for did. sure, <laughs> listen,
1: I, listen I, you, you can be angry at the ref uh, I, I would never ever try to talk you down for being angry at a referee, but I'm just saying, uh, as far as you know, what actually matters here, like what matters, is that AJ Wilson's life was taken. <laughs>
0: CJ C- C- Wilson. Wilson, <laughs> we just call him something different now every time. Um, FJ Wilson. F. J. Wilson. <laughs> uh, actually, I have a better rule than the five seconds. You should get to talk sh- talk shit until the other player crosses half court again. <laughs> can you imagine getting dunked on and, like, having to sprint across half court so that the, you can't be clowned anymore? Well,
1: the, the funny thing about taunting in the NBA is just, like, what an insane uh, relative rule it is. Like, some players can get away with absolute murder. Like oh, it's Russell, so
0: dumb. It's so Russell dumb. Russell
1: Westbrook could basically be called for taunting on every single thing that he does <laughs> on the basketball court. But at a certain point, they're just like, well, you know, Russell's going to be Russell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But and you know, uh, I
0: love the energy he plays with. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But you know, I think if we never got Malice in the Palace, I I think that taunting would have like a lot more. There'd be a lot more taunting about allowed in the NBA. There's an
0: XFL. If there was an XBA, in the, like oh, these X- rules, X- it'd be like <laughs> <laughs>
2: just be the rest of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, the XBA rules. For rule number one, you can fight the fans. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Can. Charles That's Barkley's. Cool. You get one fan you
0: get to fight per game. <laughs> That was my favorite on open on open quarter stuff. He's like, I just think that every player should be allowed to fight one fan. They're like, in his life? And he's like, no, in every game. <laughs> like, <"What?" laughs> okay, he's like, not kidding. <laughs> Anthony Irwin, my co-host on Locked On NBA, made this case though. He when Isaiah Thomas went into the stands, he's like, he has every right to go in there. And I, I couldn't explain to him that was insane. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Um, what do you guys have? Give me a, a Hall of Fame, Brendan. Do you have one?
2: Yeah, uh, charge in the backcourt. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> really just charges i'm kind of yeah. out on charges man Char- charges are most charges are pretty lame but like the backcourt one
0: is really lame
2: i think if there's like an unavoidable situation right where an offensive player creates contact you're just trying to play on a d you want to call an offensive foul fine but getting <coughs> set to take the charge man, out on this altogether.
0: I I think the way you fix the charge cuz people I, the no charge rule makes me think like Andre Drummond would become the MVP cuz he's 300 right. pounds and like you just can't he just would mow through every Joel player. And just yeah, and be it exactly. He's the number one guy in the NBA. But I think um I think there should be like you could maybe make like a no help side charge rule or even yeah, I don't I don't know. Just so- something where it's like you can take a charge one on one against your guy cuz they can't go through you, but if you're like right, sliding right. over, yeah, that doesn't really work. You get
1: my thing on charges is that, that you should not be able to be charged with a charge if you pass the ball off. N- nothing makes me crazier than when a guy dishes the ball and then his momentum carries him into a guy and then oh, he gets.
2: yeah,
1: hit. yeah. I, that's the ultimate. I, that's the I, lame. That's a I hall just- of
2: lame. I think it's like a pretty blatant manipulation of a rule that was meant to be like a in the moment, like in spirit thing. Like, hey, you created that content, you followed me, but now we have guys rushing to get to space first to set their feet, and it's just like, what are we doing? Well, We're I, I, I can
1: appreciate, yeah, I can appreciate it a little bit because of just like Giannis Antetokounmpo. Like at a certain point, like you, there's no way to defend a I player. Guess that's that's true. That so is that is why
0: they have it. That's actually the reason Absolutely. for the rule because you would just yeah. have these like super. Extreme, like the shacks of the world, or the honest's, or the Lebrons, where it's just like, yeah, there's you can't actually guard him because he'll just run right. you
2: over and dunk on you totally. <laughs> LeBron so, Lebron would have I, averaged 50 a game,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, yeah, I mean, know you, you need it, but it's just like, I don't know, man. I feel like they kill a lot of very fun plays yeah. in basketball.
0: They, they definitely, it is the number one eraser of a fun play for sure. Um, all right, what's, what's another one, Eric?
1: Uh, Hall of Lame inductee 2020, um, <laughs> that awful travel call where you pick up your pivot foot before you dribble and so like people will get get the ball at the top of the key or the t- behind the arc and then start to make a drive and then it'll just be a travel and, and it's like nobody's pivot. guarding them it's just that they they just absolutely yeah. it's like a very technical yeah. end to the play You're like well, so this
0: on. is hall of lame for a couple of reasons number one talk about uneven distribution of calls there yes. are some players that it's like yeah you remember when Westbrook walked the ball up the court? They didn't call the travel to like, the eighth step. Like, the referees kind of just looked at him and were like, okay, man, we gave you the first seven, but the eighth, like, you're making us look bad over here. Will Barton had two last night. They were carries. But it's like he's dribbling by himself at half court with nobody within five feet of him, and they're like, hey, man, that's illegal. Yeah,
2: I had carries on my list just in general. <laughs> you should like, just... unless... <laughs> like unless one they... mixtape. Yeah, dude. Unless they're like picking the ball up and running down court. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah,
1: my, th- yeah, my thing about, uh, you know, like sometimes you'll run into an NBA detractor and they'll like, they'll cite one of the reasons they don't like basketball. They're like, well, I- they just never call traveling in the NBA. You're like, <laughs> you're like, is that why, what is that- that why you watch basketball? So like, what is he traveling? God, from- there's like- nobody I hate more than the, that guy. they <laughs> so, like, I don't
2: like it because they travel. Right, like, right. you what- like,
1: you don't like traveling into a tomahawk dunk you prefer them calling the travel like what are you talking about
2: that's the, you don't like it because you stopped watching years ago
0: yeah you thought you have like actual other reasons and that's just the yeah. convenient one that your uncle gave you a pat on the back for when you were a kid the, <laughs> the, the people that say stuff like that you know what it, it's the walter in uh uh the big lebowski when he's like Yeah, over the line. Like, am I the only one that cares about the rules? (laughs) Like, like, dude, you're sucking the joy out of this. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh, So let's see. What other one I have? Oh, hanging on the rim tech. I think you should, you know, hanging on the rim at a certain point becomes a disadvantage. Like, you need to move on to the next play. It's a, it's a rule that actually would naturally take care of itself. I feel like this was a rule that was invented in 1960 or 70 when the rims were weak and they didn't have any backup rims
2: and the league was in a tight spot. Why yeah. can't
0: you hang on the rim? What, what, what's also, actually like, wrong if, with yeah, it?
2: Yeah, you're right. And the longer you hang on the rim, the worse defense you're playing.
0: 100%. It's a problem yeah. that fixes itself.
1: But don't you think this falls under the same heading as the
2: as a taunting penalty? It's like That's what I thought too because I, I had this Maybe. on my list. But yeah. I'm glad we all agree. am glad we all agree. You should be you able know, to hang for- on
0: the rim. You could do a little sit up. You could do whatever pull up. You could do whatever
1: you want. It is you want to do? I cannot wait to watch the, the XBA.
2: The That's XBA gonna be- is going to be so good. So, <laughs> at the bare minimum, you can't let LeBron do it for nine seconds. And Jamal <laughs>
0: Murray can do it for three. Oh man, that day I posted that one, and people were like, "Well, it was a timeout." So, and it's just like, hey, "What? <laughs> time, so we got timeouts? You can't?" I
2: don't know, man. This it's so dumb. It should just. all be, one. I'll be waiting. All um, right. Don't the. Don't score at the end of the game. Why? Oh,
0: yeah. This is another Jamal Murray one. He's breaking yeah. all the
2: unwritten rules. Well, could the game's still going, bro. I don't care.
0: So, I, I'm with you on this one. I think it's funny when people are like... Especially, like, Nugget Celtics had nothing. turns out... You know what's funny? It turns out the problem was probably more Kyrie than it was. Right?
2: The, the, <laughs> yeah, you're... The, yeah. Breaking the unwritten rules of basketball or whatever. Kyrie was just upset that day. You know how many
0: <laughs> unwritten rules of basketball Kyrie has? And, actually, many written rules of basketball <laughs> he has he has broken. Yeah, that's a, that's a great one. You know what's even lamer than that to me? I play... For the time being, I still play in some of these old man leagues. And... Sometimes, like, a game will be, you know, you'll be up or down 20, whatever, with two minutes to go, and guys will still feel that way. And I'll be like, what was the point of us coming out here tonight, guys? I know we were both trying to win, but weren't we also just trying to play basketball? Play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, man, you guys are up 20. you still trying to score? Like, yeah. I mean, do you want to just call it? Now? Like, Should we just walk off the court? What am I? People get actually offended, and it's like, dude. I'm 36. You're 42. Like let's let's not take this as seriously as you're taking it right now.
2: I, I also think like you know Kyrie's. Well, he was just trying to get 50. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, like, I would have been
1: great. Not specifically on you. Like he wanted yeah. to get 50, the number. Yeah. The funny thing about Kyrie being angry about unwritten rules is he doesn't even believe in the laws of nature for the most part. <laughs> 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 the Rules of Science, <laughs> of science.
0: <laughs> um, I've got another one uh, The Wave Also in the Hall of Lame Not a fan oh. of The Wave I know it's a polarizing one Some people are a big fan of The Wave but...
1: Well I would say The thing about The Wave is that uh, In basketball Is that it's just It's been such a rarity that like Why even have an opinion about it At this point If it became a, a thing But we've got one wave In the last like four
2: years so. <laughs> Oh people were so excited about it I think Mark Cuban has a policy where if you are caught doing the wave and you work for the Mavericks, he will fire you. I think that's a real thing. Wow. That yeah. seems it, awesome, but it's also just, a little intense. It seems very Mark Cuban. And he will sue you.
0: And yeah. Like, people are like, oh, jeez. I'm like, all right, Mark,
2: you're taking the, the great debate a little too far. Yeah. Fire you.
1: And too many didn't have as strong a feelings about uh, in place uh, well, sexual uh, Oh, jeez. <laughs> wow.
0: Oh, like, you know, we dive into some touchy subjects on the uh, DNVR Nuggets <laughs> podcast. And uh, so. Next, COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, geez. Um, so, I,
1: I actually started with that, with my Italian soda joke. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that's true. We've already been there.
0: Um, what's uh, Anybody have another one? Any
2: other call of lames?
0: Can um, I go outside
2: um, of basketball? Okay, sure. Um, Because I've got like three. Oh, okay. I've got one more for basketball. This is a little more off the wall. Okay. Goaltending. <laughs> that's not lame. <laughs> Lame. Okay. All right. I don't think you quite Lame.
0: understand the way the works, but okay. No, no, this is just a personal <laughs> preference
2: that I'm sure. All right. Goaltending. Why don't,
1: why don't you like goaltending?
2: Huh? I just think it'd be way more fun if guys could just smash so it, it, it off t- the t- rim. It turns well, out Rudy Gobert's the best player in the NBA. Yeah.
1: XBA. <laughs> this is yeah he, is. he just hangs out and swats everything, everything. in the rim. Yeah. yeah. Sticks his hand
0: through the bottom of the rim and just like knocks it around. Yeah. It's like the ultimate logo. logo you no, know, but you mitigate it with a one in the key rule. That okay, I like it. One in the key. I like it. Okay. This is well thought uh, out.
1: Yeah. Um I so I don't think all of the Hall of Lame the Hall of Lame has to only have a rules. Okay, uh, let me hear it. Ring. Like we can have other wings here in the in the Hall of Lame. Okay. Um Hall of Lame um trying to or having to shout down opposing fan bases in your own arena. That that's true, but that's more of like that's that's
0: not a thing. You, that's a thing you can control by having good fans. So it's just unfortunate. It's unfortunate, yeah. That it's one. lame. Yeah, losing, <laughs> losing. That's that's yeah. also lame. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go. In, I'll go in that wheelhouse though. Another hall of lame. Nuggets playing. We'll just say the Sacramento Kings, and you show up in your Boston Celtics jersey. Like, nope. I'm sorry. You're, that's outside. That's out of bounds. I don't know what you're doing, and you're like, that team's not playing. Nor does it have any relevancy here. <laughs> That That's a hollow well, So,
1: but, but let me ask you this because I've found myself in this position before where somebody, like, you're in a position where somebody's like, hey, do you want to go to a sporting event? And you're like, okay, I'll go to that sporting event. And then you're like, I should wear sporting event appropriate gear. But you don't have gear. No, you know exactly <laughs> what you're doing.
2: Because <laughs> you
1: <know laughs> yeah. I've definitely worn uh, a red. I, like when I lived in Boston, I came back with a Red Sox uh, t shirt. And I wore yeah, it that to You're right. That was very. Lame. <laughs> and I wore it to Rockies gear before I had any Rockies gear. Right when I came back, and then somebody called me out on it. And I was like, this... I, I thought it'd, thought it'd be better than wearing like a collared shirt. Well, like, you were... have...
0: well, I hope Spot. you would have learned then and there that that was wrong. And also, what a humiliating story to admit. This is incredible. Wow. I would have never admitted that story. I would have taken it straight to my grave.
2: Well... Is there an is there an age limit for a grown man wearing a basketball jersey No. To a game? Yes. no, no, no yeah, yeah. No. 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 I strongly agree on this. Or strongly disagree.
1: Why? No, no. Well, it, as long as you wear a shirt underneath it.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, sleeveless there is. Yeah, for sure. There's definitely oh,
1: yeah.
2: sleeveless. and it's There's like, a limit. It's like 28. I'm already too old no, to go no, no. like that. <laughs> it's anyone who's not playing basketball. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Anybody but it's
1: actually that the real cutoff is that when you're able to refer to the person as a man. Once they're a man of any age. Oh, like, I like that. That's so that, if, as a boy, you can do it as, as much as you want. As soon as you become a man, by anybody's standard, you have to immediately stop wearing uh, basketball jerseys. Well, so in other words, no, sure. you,
2: you can still wear yours, Eric. You're good. I,
0: uh, oh. <laughs> I actually love when like uh, older people are in their uniform. Actually, you know who's the greatest OG is Hikmet. Hickmet, the Western Union guy, always in it like his collared oh, yeah. shirt and jersey.
1: <laughs> it's like oh, that's different. That's different. It's the it really is the jersey with no shirt on it. Okay, the, no, all right. Yeah. That, that that's what it's all about. Okay. No, no shirt underneath. That, that's a whole different uh, ball of wax.
0: Yeah. Why is jersey appropriate, but, like, jersey and shorts combo is, like, super lame? <laughs> <laughs> the I mean, full
1: you can't uniform. Wear the, yeah, you can't wear a uniform. You can't wear a jersey. You cannot wear a, like, you can't show up to the Broncos. No, people.
2: but Adam's got a point. Like, if you just wear a jersey, I'm like, why are you wearing half of a uniform? <laughs>
1: exactly. So you want the full thing? You want the no, I to, don't. To, I mean, it's just interesting what's the...
0: become normal, because I have always said this, that, like, If you are not into comic books or comic book culture, you could look at Comic-Con and be like, how lame these adults are dressing up as their favorite characters. But if you go to a basketball game, all the adults are dressing up as their favorite players. It's like actually the exact same thing as Comic-Con.
1: Oh, it's completely – I mean the the, the parallels between nerd culture and sports nerd culture are so – I mean it's the exact same thing. It's just you decide whether or not the, the thing that you're focused on is lame or not. But actually that's not true. I take that back. Sports are at least rooted in reality. Like sports are like you at least like nobody can just like change the rules. That's the thing about like for, for fantasy where you're like, oh, oh, no, actually, this guy didn't die because he had magical powers. You're like, oh, versus This is really surprising take from Eric versus I... <laughs> uh, F.J. Wilson, who <laughs> <F. K>. Wilson, <laughs> we can't take away the fact that he got uh, ruined in front of all of our eyes like that. That happened. That was real.
0: Let's lightning around the rest of these lame inductees. What do you got? What do you got
2: there, Brendan? Oh, I'm out. I was going to okay. say, like, half of the things you hear about from baseball. Oh, yes, that's fair. Don't backflip. Yeah. Don't throw baseballs at each other. That's yeah, weird. yeah.
0: Unwritten rules are generally pretty dumb. Yeah. Um, Eric, do you have any more?
1: I don't think so. I think everything else is great. <laughs> All
0: right. We'll take a break. Um, and actually, we're going to take a break. What do we have on the docket today? We don't have Harrison here to carry us through these ad reads. Oh, the Breckenridge Avalanche Ale. Avalanche Amber. Hooray. Hooray.
1: <laughs> Great.
0: so breck has the mile high city and then the avalanche amber we don't have a Rockies beer oh we have the broncos beer how There's would you is it united
1: what, and orange for the broncos let's
0: power rank the united and orange the mile high city and the avalanche amber one two three i would go i would go with the united and orange number one i just like it i think um, i'd go with Ava- actually avalanche amber is number one but only for one but mo- i like the tall boy united and orange And then Mile High Copper Lager, I like it a lot, but it's number three for me.
1: Unbelievable.
0: Yeah, you're a traitor.
1: But you have to to
0: remember I have bad food takes, so this actually means Mile High (laughs) Copper Lager is actually number one.
1: This is a reverse jinx of (laughs) your food takes. Um, Mile High Copper Lager is it is legitimately my favorite beer from uh, Breck. I drink it, like when I'm out, I drink it all the time. I get it at uh, Pepsi Center all Mm -hmm. the time. So it's number one.
0: Brendan, do you have uh, a beer you would like to, to share, or the yeah, rating go, you would like to read?
2: Mile High 1, Avalanche 2, and the Weird Broncos 1, 3. That's you know, exactly It's the exact. Weird Bronco <laughs> ones? You have the Weird Broncos one? Do you think it's weird? Uh, I didn't like it when I had it, but it could just be that I'm biased. Oh. As it gets <laughs>
0: there, there you go. I, you know what? This is totally my psychology. The reason I like the United and Orange is because it's big. The Avalanche amber, so, actually, they they do make the so, tall boy Avalanche ambers, at, and uh, they sell them at Pepsi so you, Center. You, and you I like, like rake, those, like, you those like tall men. boys. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. To rake this,
1: then, what, what do you prefer?
0: I like the one, long boys.
1: Do you like one tall boy United Orange or two Mile High City Copper Longers?
0: Definitely one, <laughs> definitely one, <laughs> the one tall one. <laughs> uh, also, want to tell you, obviously, about the Colorado Raptors. We cover them here at DNVR. We have a nice little community going of rugby fans. Rugby is uh, an interesting, an interesting sport. I feel like rugby culture might be the tightest
2: of all cultures, sports cultures. It, I also didn't realize that there was like inter-rugby cultures because you have a oh, league yeah. and union, and like they feel differently about rules, and it gets a little testy Dude, sometimes.
0: We, the mentions lately on the Nuggets mentions like there's some Australians fighting over like the different types <laughs> of rugby, and I don't even understand half of what they're saying. I, read yeah. it, I always read it in an Australian accent too.
2: But you know what it's funny man I think about like the silly dumb debates in our culture in the sports world Dude totally I'm sure these guys are just debating in circles. Just nothing.
0: <laughs> the older you get, the more you realize just how like every, every little bubble of everybody lives in is the same, just a different subject matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're really all doing is. the same dance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's all kinds of different rugby's uh, out there. And if you're into rugby or if you know somebody in rugby, let them know. DNVR is covering it. We have a, a nice little community. And now that it's getting warmer, the games are going to get even more and more fun to go to. I imagine drinking Breck brews and watching rugby is like a perfect marriage. Yeah, it's really, really dope. Actually, can (laughs) confirm. Can confirm. Um, All right, let's get back to it, guys. So tomorrow, Nuggets are taking on the Dallas Mavericks. I was watch. I was following that game online. Let me see what how it ended. Did Dallas end up officially losing? They were down by quite a bit. Yeah, they did. They lost to the Spurs, so they dropped to thirty nine and twenty seven. They're in a bit. Everybody is in a a little bit of a slide. Uh, Everyone, man. They're five and five. The Nuggets are five and five in their last ten. Dallas has that weird thing going where they actually have the second highest point differential in the West, despite being the seven seed. Um, but anyway, the, the story to me, Malone, I loved his pregame comments yesterday because somebody asked him about Milwaukee and he said, look, I'm not even caring anything about Milwaukee. I'm care. I'm just focused on the Denver Nuggets and that's true. 82 games of the year, but it's especially true with the Nuggets now, um, do you guys feel like the same way? Do you Are you concerned about matchups and this or that? Are you more just keyed in on what the Nuggets
2: do tomorrow? More keyed in on what the Nuggets do tomorrow, um, especially because of sort of what we know about games that happened in the first two weeks of March and, and what that really means in terms of what you can take away with yeah. like matchups and everything. And, and so I don't know. I, yeah. All right. It's tough, man. So the Dallas
0: has lost two in a row, and they're not necessarily in a playoff hunt because they are the seventh seed, and they are up by six games from the eighth seed. I guess they're only three games back of the Rockets for the sixth seed, but they're, they're sort of more than any of the other teams out west. They are sort of in, other than the Lakers, they're sort of in their own zone. Like, they're in their own little tier. Um, so they're, the game doesn't necessarily matter, but it does matter that they lost those games. Um, what about you, Eric? Are you... Are you thinking about some matchups in, in this or that? Or are you just, like, curious what the Nuggets look like tomorrow?
1: Um, well, I mean, always curious about what the Nuggets look like. But I, I don't know. I am really – I'm very curious about the Mavericks because I hear tale that they're, like, really incredible. And then I also know that they lose a lot of games. Like, <laughs> they played really well against the Nuggets. And uh, apparently Luka Doncic is the best player of all time. But then also I, I haven't really seen him, like – He's, super dominate. Like, yeah,
0: he's looked uh, average both times against Denver. Like, he just is not totally. look like a star. You can thank Gary yeah. Harris for that. Yeah, Think about that how many people say this about Jokic, though. Like, Lakers fans in particular are just like, dude, every time I see him, he looks like none. And you're like, yeah, but that game is <laughs> not throw that one out. Like,
1: that's what I mean. Like, I want to see – like, I'm really curious about what the Dallas Mavericks are all about because I I, I, have, I have heard things and I have seen things, and those two do not necessarily match up. But, I mean, the funny thing about the Nuggets is that – um, we we've had like if you divide the season into three we've had two crummy parts and one awesome part like right in the middle yeah
0: yeah you have cr- till Christmas so, um Christmas to all-star and then post all-star
1: exactly so I would love to see I mean I'm 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 hyper-focused and very locked in on Nikola Jokic. We're back on Nikola Jokic. Um, watch. Psych- psychological watch, yeah.
0: <laughs> Have you ever psychoanalyzed a player more than Nikola Jokic across any sport? No,
1: absolutely not. Like no, you, other human-
0: no way. <laughs> he has, like, one of the most interesting psychologies, so we are always just like, what does it mean? Especially because, like,
2: uh, I just got done like with the the show, The Leftovers, and the whole series is like you're trying to find these big answers to these big questions, and um, un- until and the kind of you know a large part of the show is like there are no answers and it doesn't matter. Spoiler that, alert. Yeah, well, sorry about that. That's kind of what covering Jokic is. like, like Jokic is like like I, Jokic doesn't even care. We're trying to uncover these like little corners of his personality and his psychology, and I don't even think they're there. Like I think he's just yeah. a very simple guy. Do
0: you guys know the? Oh, I know you know this, Eric. They were in Tenenbaums, when, uh, is it? Um, where he's studying the one guy that has like the really weird Dudley. Yeah, he's studying Dudley, and it's just like, man, he's so bizarre. So how interesting! How bizarre! <laughs> how
1: bizarre!
2: That's how that is, Nicole Jokic. That's how we,
0: we all watch him, and he's just sitting there like, "I'm not colorblind, am I?" Like, oh, weird. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, why so he's laughing. Yeah. So,
1: but like, but let's do it. Let's go in. Like, what what do you think is going on with Jokic now?
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, honestly, man, I'm, I'm out. I'm out of theories. I don't know. um You're out of them. Well, so like we because we just do this so often, and. And while I think there's always grains of, like, kernels of truth to it, I just, I just don't think anything ever gets to the heart of it. I really don't. So, I mean, I would say part of it is probably that um, his buddy, Juan Charinan Gomez, is gone. Who We we just we, we had this conversation the other day. He might be Jokic's best friend. Not best friend on the team or best friend. Because we were thinking about this. He left home at, like, 14, and he spent one year, like, a different year in a different city almost all the time. He probably didn't get to have great relationships and then he gets to the NBA he spent all that time you're talking about 21 to 24 25 those are formative years he spent a lot of time with Wancho it's a good chance he's actually his best friend
1: yeah i i I mean I was thinking about that too that that maybe his friend is gone but and then he feels like alone and isolated but then I remember he like lives with his brothers so like how alone and like isolated can you really feel I don't like I can't figure this guy out he's insane. like well so let me get to another part I have,
0: can I get to another part of the theory yeah of course so another part Please. would be you know that doesn't like the style of play or or the way they the team is moving you know it could be like a player is doing this or that or whatever because Let's face it, he was phenomenal at his best and presumably at his happiness, or it looked like at his happiest when everybody was injured. And the guys that were playing were P.J. Dozier and Michael Porter and guys that were like had no other choice but to play through him. And it worked! And so that's another part of it is like, okay, now you get Jamal back and you get Paul and you get Barton and you get Gary. And it's like, yeah, you like all those guys, but I just get t- 10% less of the game comes through me. So maybe it's a little bit that, but I think actually the third pillar of my theory is is I think the sturdiest one. What happened after that Clippers loss? Barton called out the team and said they were soft. And I think right. that that word and that sort of like um, label is most frequently attached to Nikola Jokic. And often when we talk about okay that team is soft, what we're really saying is their central piece is whatever it is, and the whole team falls behind it. And I wonder if there's a little bit of I, I just wonder this. I don't know this. So this is like a complete like I'm just throwing something to see if it sticks. But I wonder if there's a little bit of a like he feels attacked by these guys when it's like, yo, I'm the one that carried you guys when everybody was out. What do you mean I'm soft? Why you're soft? You got hurt for two months. And didn't play. <laughs> so I wonder if it's I wonder if that has a part to do so with it as well. So
1: you think he's having a retaliatory funk. But here's my here's my theory. I think that Nikola Jokic just gets brutalized in the post every single game and I think he's tired. Like, he's just like, yeah. it's more, it's like catching up to him. He's the only you know, guy who hasn't
2: my, rested. My theory is that Jokic knows better than us when it matters and when it doesn't. And as it turns out, <laughs> November did not matter. And as the data tells us, the first week of March does not matter. So I just think the switch was off.
0: It would be so incredible if there was like 20 years from now, we have this study and it's like, these are the weeks that are least important in the NBA. And it just happens. And like, Jokic just knows this intuitively. He's like, I don't know. Okay. Just sum up tells me that March 10th doesn't matter. It's like, oh, I don't, what? I yeah. believe it. Yeah. I, he feels yeah. it in his bones, the way like a dog just knows something's yeah. wrong. The birds are like, ooh, we need to fly south. It's that time of year. Like, okay. Yeah, exactly. And I know exactly
2: <laughs> where Antarctica is. I'll, I'll go. I'll find it. I'm only like 30% kidding. I kind of believe this. Yeah. So I don't I, – I
0: mean, honestly, all of these I believe like 3%. I don't – I I don't know what's going on. Um, I hope whatever it is, it it gets figured out very very quickly. I do. I will say that I found it very interesting that Michael Malone in his pregame comments the other day talked about wanting to like find joy with this team again. Because to me, if there's one thing I think if you give Michael uh, Michael Malone some truth serum and ask him like what matters, joy would not be in the top 100 things on the list. For him. I just don't think <laughs> he's like you know what makes a successful team joy.
2: <laughs> defense would be one through ninety yeah, that's right yeah and then practice would be like five yeah. but so when he's like, you know i because
0: he his comments were so funny and so measured and I'm not trying to like Take away from him. I think he genuinely, I always say, I think Michael Malone has like these great ideas and he says these things. It's just you get in the game and then he loses his mind. But um, he does, I think, uh, him yesterday being like, you know, some of this is my fault. I got to figure it out. Some of this is we need to find joy. Like he's just shy of saying, like, and we need to get Michael Porter going. Then I'll be like, okay, somebody got to him. (laughs) Somebody had a conversation. Where's the real Mike? What do they have? You know, are they holding something hostage? What's going on here? I just think we need to play more we're too defensive minded right now I think. We need to get more to offense. Mike blink once if you're in trouble. Um no, I'm curious to see what happens with the Nuggets tomorrow. Um I it, the the season has been had its moments of fun, but it's been like there's just been so much tension I feel. More more tension than you would expect for a team that's on pace to win like 54 games, but um a nice Good performance. We just haven't seen it. I guess we saw it against the Raptors, but we haven't seen it for three games for sure. And it'd be nice to get one. It'd be really nice to have one.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, you guys are great. You this is a great <laughs> podcast. Thanks so much for. Why do we for
1: know, like, who, I, I don't want to talk over Brendan. And, um, I agree. How's that?
0: <laughs> this this was very productive. All right, let's take our final break. On the other side, we're gonna play odds makers. Let's is, go! Let's go! Let's go!
2: This it. is where we always clean it up in the odds makers. That's section. right. The like, <laughs> odds
0: makers are always great. <laughs> um, but right now, I want to tell you about Bojos. We don't have a bumper bum bump for Bojos, do we?
2: No. It's it's more like burp, burp, burp,
0: burp. <laughs> okay. Bojos. We'll work. Burp, 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 burp. We'll workshop that one. <laughs> yeah, we can we can work <laughs> it. Of course, Bojos has six Colorado locations. Offer good at all locations, and the offer, of course, is. Three, free honey cheese bread. Free che- oh well how do yeah. you get how do you get a free honey cheese bread? What do you what do you have to do? You order an entree. And
1: and you and you, you order the free no the you have honey to, cheese to, bread, you pay for it. You're... No, Eric, you have
2: to mention you have to mention D N V R. Wow.
1: Oh. Wow.
2: That's oh. really good job. Hey, Where have you never been to Bojo's, you idiots?
0: <laughs> yeah, you moron Jeez, What's the problem with you? <laughs> um shouts to Cade Walker going to Bojo's for his birthday. That was that was great. Um DoorDash, you can get DoorDash for Bojo's. Um, and it'll be brought right right to your door. The dough is made fresh daily, contains locally sourced honey. Hmm. Is it true that if you have local honey, your immune system is buffed up because there's like, it's like taking a. Am I screwing this up? No, no, they,
1: it's not. It's not your immune system. It's your. It's your allergy. Like, your allergies. You know?
0: That's it. Yeah. It's like yeah, just, it's
1: like a a, a vaccination. Micro-dosing. Gives you just a little.
0: Yeah. It's microdosing. Everybody should microdose honey. At Bojo's. At Bojo's. (laughs) Bogdan, when he was in town, he brought me what I think is honey. But he was explaining it to me in a very like hilarious, complex way, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is honey, man. <laughs> He's like, no. He's like, no, 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 no. It's <laughs> like the plants and the, the animals, they come together and they make them. I'm like, yeah, I think it's, I think it's honey. It tastes like honey? <laughs> so, yeah, nope. Nope, this is <laughs> definitely honey. We nope. have that here too, but thank you, Bogdan. <laughs> <It's> really, <laughs> very thoughtful I, can't, gift. I can't explain it very much, but uh, it's something <laughs> oh, yeah, Alright, uh, right, anyway, check out Bojo's. Let him know DNVR sent you. Okay, let's get into to some odds makers guys where we play the odds and i give you a thing and you tell me the percentage of what they are first first one up what are the odds that the nuggets win tomorrow eric i'll start with you
1: Ooh, the odds that the nuggets win it is a good uh 70 percent oh <laughs> the nuggets, they're,
0: they're more, they, you would run a win. horrible casino a horrible casino
1: I'm saying it's seventy percent that they win. They're, they're yeah, definitely favored.
0: <laughs> it is a back-to-back for Dallas, and I do think Denver's the better team. But are they playing Listen, better right now? I guess they're both playing kind of. Yeah,
1: yeah like when he—they're both five and five. Uh, Dallas is on the road in Denver. Uh, the I mean, give me that. I'll, I'll take that all day. Seventy percent.
2: Seventy percent. Where Where are you going with this, Brendan? Sixty percent. It should be seventy percent, but the Nuggets are like. I'm just taking ten percent off every Nuggets game. <laughs> no. Okay,
0: yeah, that's smart. So it should be seventy, but it's, but it's sixty. I'm gonna go fifty-five percent. Like I don't know if you guys what? did you guys watch the game where Denver played uh, Cleveland?
1: Yeah. I I did. did you I did catch Did you guys, did you guys
0: one. see the one where they played the uh, Warriors? Uh, yeah,
1: caught that one as well. And, and then Absolutely. there was the
0: the wins over A-, A C Wilson and the win over the Hornets. And yeah. none of those games have been impressive. There are now four games in a row where I'm like, I don't know, man. So I think four is my cutoff. Number five, I go, all right, now you got to prove it to me.
1: Well, <laughs> it, but, they, but they won the, the, the games they won were against uh, playoff teams.
0: Oh, I, I, I like it. So this is like, oh, it's a good team that they're playing tomorrow. Ergo. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yes. Wait, that's like sh- just a fact. That's how it works. They're going to try hard tomorrow because <laughs> the Mavericks yeah. are good. We know that.
0: Yeah. Malone maybe in and somebody gave Malone some fun juice and and now it's for 3 days of fun juice Malone and maybe now Jokic <laughs> is like all right, I'm buying it. And he's bored back. We're back to having fun. Yeah, fun juice Malone though. I don't know how <laughs> potent that juice you, you gotta is. You got to have a lot of juice, man. Yeah. He needs a lot of fun juice. Um how about Jokic points against Dallas? I'm going to set the line at 16. 16 and a half. He has he has not scored 17
2: or more points over that 4 game span. Yeah, I'm going to smash that uh that under. So I think <laughs> Really? Yeah.
0: They don't have anybody to guard him.
2: Yeah, that's not the that's not ever the factor <laughs> that matters. That's a good point.
1: <laughs> yeah, he but he usually gets up for uh like semi-marquee matchups and I feel like he and KP have a there's a little bit of like uh euro on euro um you know, pride okay. involved. So I'm okay. going to take that over. I'm taking
0: the over I think, for, Four I of 15. think for 17. Okay. You're going 17. All right. <laughs> um, I'm going to take the over too. at some point he's going to snap out of this. Um, I don't, I I think it might be tomorrow. And then as we mentioned, Porzingis, just not big enough for him. Boban is there. You know what? There it is. They're in Dallas tonight. Oh. They're in Dallas tonight. I, there is a chance that Jokic and Boban are, as we speak, Eating some ijor, maybe some rakia, rakia, rakia. I don't know how you say it. Rakia and and, and and maybe some honey. That is something that turns out to just be honey. Maybe maybe they're uh, you know they're, they're having a great time right now, and it's like that's what he needed. He
2: needed a little bobon.
1: I, I, that's as good of a, a theory as I need to, to go in heavy on it over
2: what this means is if he scores 30 tomorrow night you must get Bobon on the Nuggets at all costs you know you, well it is funny so what if, if this would
0: actually be a hilarious front office strategy but can you imagine if Nuggets just tank the rest of the year they're terrible and It's like what happened and you know it's like maybe he just needs friends on the team and you know what let's do it let's bring all the Serbians in let's get them just- Serbian Twitter's been all over this. They're he just, just like, some Make Jokic happy. yeah. That- he's got Chanchar the Slovenia. I mean, maybe it's just the people that could speak the language, but uh, yeah, especially Serbians and you know what if that's what it takes, we can sign a couple. redo let's get him. <laughs> if he can be the he, he can fill the uh, Noah vonle role. <laughs> At the moment. You know he's a that dude. You know who I'm talking about, right? I think it's Radulic. It says his name. The big beard. The that guy looks. Per, he's the opposite of like bond He looks perpetually angry. He just kind of has like resting bitch face. Like maybe that's what Jokic needs is that guy here to just like
1: just to to, to whip him
0: into shape. Yeah, just to kind of be the like guy that's like, hey, he looks like such a big brother type. You know, just like, hey, come on.
1: So is he is he yelling? At, is the hay directed at Jokic, or is he like guarding other? Is he going after other people? On oh, I think it's both.
0: It's a double. It's a it, there's oh. a yeah, double sided sword. All right,
1: listen, I'll, I'm I'm ready for it. Bring it
0: on. Okay. Um, the odds. Michael Porter plays twenty or more minutes.
1: Who in ba- in the basketball game? <laughs> so that's gonna be that's gonna be a that's gonna be like a fifteen percent.
0: <laughs> that's really low. That's really low.
2: Yeah, that sounds right. 15, 15
1: 20. So is he just done? I don't know, man. It's so confusing. It's like every time I feel like I, I've like really like cornered a, a a viable theory and a line of thinking that I can like really feel like Michael Malone is on, um, he does something that is just completely the opposite.
2: <laughs> I know. Like, Everyone <laughs> needs to just start <laughs> tweeting like, start Tori Craig. <laughs> He's like, I'll show
0: them. Yeah. bench Tory <laughs> yeah. Craig.
2: <laughs> Just start a, start a Tory chant
1: in the Pepsi Center and watch Malone openly defiant. A lot of the people in this scrum wanted me to start Tory Craig, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> They're not here every day. They don't see what I see. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, um, Jeremy Grant starts a game over a healthy Paul Millsap at some point before the offseason.
1: Um, yeah. I'm going to put that oh. like at 80%. Yeah. Eighty, yeah, really. Well, we'll, this is surprising. What, what is a on... load management thing? This is a load management
0: thing. Oh, that doesn't count. That doesn't an act, hey. an active and healthy Millsap. I'm ah. saying what I'm saying is what are the chances that Millsap gets replaced because it's like, hey, this gives us the best chance to win. What are the
2: chances they play the Clippers in the playoffs? Ooh, interesting. Because I think it, my my percentage would mirror that percentage probably or something <laughs> approximately. Man, at the moment I don't feel great
0: about those odds, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. Um all right, are you sticking to 80%, Eric, now that you understand it does not include load load management?
1: I feel like it should include load management. But <laughs> now question. that I know the rules. Um uh, I'll go. No, it's, been... it's probably much lower. It's probably closer to like twenty percent. The inverse of what I said before.
2: Okay, yeah, see I I yeah. I would have said because there are so many paths to it happening, I would have said it's really likely, but if they don't get that matchup. I don't think it happens. So, okay. Um, last one here
0: for the month of March, what are the odds
2: that Gary Harris
0: shoots better from the three point line than Jamal Murray? Right now, Jamal Murray 40% very good, but Gary Harris. Only ten of fourteen. It's a small sample size, but seventy-one and a half percent. <laughs> that seems sustainable. It does seem sustainable. If, if you go back, <laughs> you know what's funny is if you go back like last ten games, even because that's like only five games. But if you go back then, he's still at 56 percent. Like he's been,
1: he's been, yeah. he's been in
2: range. Yeah, he's not, he's not I, it's, it's a. You can go back to February. It's a respectable number.
1: Yeah, yeah. Is a, Gary back? Is he back? He's, oh, I've been saying he's been back for weeks. I'm. Uh, he's back. He's shot. His shot shot might be back. No, he's
2: back. No, he is back. The thing is, people forget that Gary was more than just like a play defense and hit an open three. That's a good point.
0: He was also getting to the rim and finishing. He's been doing that.
2: He's like, hey, he looks better. I'll take it. He's back. I'll take
1: it. It'd be great. It'd be so
0: great if he was back.
1: But the thing about uh, who has the better shooting percentage, he has a. He's off to a sizable lead. But I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it's a coin. That's a fifty fifty.
0: 'cause I mean, it is a thing where if like Gary Harris misses his next three, he's down like still a really good percentage would be like fifty something percent, but seventy one that's a, probably not sustainable, although you never know you yeah. never know
2: I like uh, Gary, I like Gary's chances to shoot sixty percent for the rest of the year. Us to all pick him as the next factor in a series and then him to shoot 30% <laughs> in that series. It just brings <laughs> us back
0: just long enough to crush us again. Um, over <laughs> in the month of March, Jokic, uh, 9%. So maybe there's something too like 9%? Can, yeah,
2: 9%. I loved it. Can we? All right, real quick. Mike Singer tweeted his new working theory that Jokic is throwing those full court passes because he doesn't want to run down the court.
0: Oh, I love 100%, it. Yeah. Accurate. 100% accurate. Very accurate, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I had another one that was like Malone kept talking about how turnovers are so important and he's just throwing like crazy passes <laughs> right now. Just like, oh, I'll see if this works. I guess it did. Dang. He's, <laughs> he's not even
2: looking. Yeah.
0: I mean, every game right now he's throwing like one-handed. It's almost like he's looking for those plays specifically.
2: Oh, it's not almost. <laughs>
0: it's it's like when the Sambor shuffle arrived, and it's just like, okay, I'm gonna keep shooting this until I can anymore, and now it's there. I wonder if this is every game he tries two, just two. I should do that. All right, you know what? Over under, <laughs> over under one and a half one handed outlet full court outlet passes tomorrow.
2: Over,
1: wow. one and a half. Uh, I think he'll definitely do one. I so I guess I'm go under. I, I I see one.
2: I mean, he threw four two games. <laughs> you know, so. He just kept doing it. When are you guys open? It.
0: He's like, see if I can get this to him. It's Only him
2: one was... of them was an assist. He just, <laughs> he just kept doing
0: it. I think, Mike, I think Singer's right. Yeah, he just doesn't want to run down the court. Uh, all right, this is the real last one. Over, under 300 people at the watch party on Friday. As we the grand opening for the D N V bar. I don't know if you guys have heard, but there is a new D N V R bar.
1: And
2: it's closed. closed. Um <laughs> uh, hey, our capacity, fire safety wise. Yeah, it's much lower than that. It's around that. It's around that it's around
0: that. It's around that. It's like, uh, it's, it's something around there. But over, over hundred <laughs> at, our, at our last Nuggets watch party, there was 200 and probably 200 people, 250, somewhere in there. Um, this one, it's a watch party, but it's also a grand opening. I mean, guys, we have in a bar abs,
2: two games, right? And the As abs have a game,
0: and then, uh, yeah, see you with a Pac 12. I guess that one. Uh, we'll I see. Hope you guys
2: hired a bouncer. Uh,
0: it's going to be, they're fully staffed. It's going to be a lot of fun. There might be, uh, celebrity or two there? I'm not going to say, I'm not going to promise, might might be. Um, but nonetheless, guys, this bar, this is like, for us, obviously, a seminal moment. It's going to be huge. And tomorrow night, we're going to be doing a live show uh, from the Winners or Losers Lounge. where we're going to find out, where we actually have mapped out a bunch of bar-specific stuff. So tomorrow, we're going to really promote the bar and really have a good time. But if you haven't heard, DNVR is opening up a bar, a bar, the DNVR bar uh, on Colfax in New York, and we're opening it on Friday at 530. We're doing a ribbon cutting, going inside Drinking beer, eating food, having a great time, and then hopefully watching the Denver Nuggets just destroy the San Antonio uh, Spurs. Uh, think and, they would do
2: that
0: for us? No, yeah, I think they would. I really no. do. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I was at the Clippers watch party. Can you guys Facetime me in? Because I'm not. I'm gonna miss it. Oh yeah, it. you're gonna miss it, huh? You
0: won't be there. We'll Facetime what? you in for sure. We'll face yeah. time, we'll facetime you in for sure. Um, but it's going to be a blast, guys. This bar is um, it's a game changer for us. It's it's just it, we've been working towards it for a while, and it, I think you're going to really really enjoy the look, the feel, the vibe uh, of this bar, and build a bunch of memories with us. Because you think about all the fun times we have had at watch parties over the year, and all the people that come together, we get to do this all in one place, and. There's different places in your life where like you walk in and you just feel good. It's like, oh yeah, this place has so many great memories here. It's like, you know, old old football players that are still Uncle Rico, still living their glory days and they go out to the old football field and like
2: Oh yeah, I remember
0: I remember <laughs> remember what it's like. It's like that but not lame. It's like it's like that but you can actually feel good about it. yeah. Every time I step in here it's a good time. Even the bad times are good.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's going to be incredible. And I, I also could throw uh, football over the mountains. And I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait. It's going to be incredible. Like, uh, the the bar is incredible. It's Eric incredible works so
0: incredibly hard. And he's always, like, just in a zone. And he's – I know lot, uh, most of Eric's life philosophies because we talk about them at 3 o'clock in the morning when we're sure working can. on the project. But it, it he looks forward to these events so much because – I think most people work hard play hard and balance those things out over the course of a week and eric works hard during the week and then he plays hard when we have watch parties like this and yeah
1: yeah we've worked yeah, really yeah.
0: hard so i think eric's yeah. gonna play really hard
1: <laughs> <all right>. <laughs> <laughs> i totally am i am going to be a sloppy sloppy disaster anybody who wants to get a hug from me and give me the coronavirus i will happily accept and
0: uh <laughs> and we're gonna and there's some great food so come to eat because uh full full menu people have been asking us a full menu there's some great food we've been trying out all the different things i would recommend the nachos (laughs) as i have known to do i'd recommend the cob salad if you're feeling healthy which i feel healthy every now and then i feel like eating a cob or the burger they have a really good burger so um those three things are my recommendation but come hungry come thirsty come happy bring a friend it's going to be an incredible time and help us open up this bar uh in in historic fashion it's going to be great